Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I think the thing that stuck out the most was our defensive end play. You know, I think we have guys that could be in a four-down four rush and that they can get to the quarterback. And also, we've got a little bit more size there. With adding Jeff Coat there, it really has been a big addition uh, for the D-line. And <clears throat> certainly John Morgan is, is a pass rushing guy that, that has made a lot of plays. I think that would be the number one thing. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide-open Wednesday. So, again, anything and everything in the sports world you want to talk about, let's bring it up. Let's get after it. 501-661-1037 is the number to call or text in. You get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. We'll also have your Razor Hog update. We'll give away some Razorback baseball tickets here, too. Of course, three and out. Can't miss out on that to close up the show. But uh, a few people, though, have been chiming in on the uh, Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. And uh, I love this from uh, Pepe Le Pew. It says, John and Joe, I hope you're uh, have both having a great before dusk. I would love to hear your thoughts on the Arkansas Derby and any potential horses that would strike your fancy this weekend. Hmm. I mean, there are always a few horses that strike my fancy. But I would say, you know, I I like the names. Always good because that's the thing. I don't know anything about horse racing or about who's doing what or whatnot. But I like Bourbon Bash and I like Rocket Can. I like those two horses because I think those names are pretty cool. And I think Rocket Can is Frank Fletcher's horse. Exactly. And so there's a major connection there. And Frank Fletcher, he's been uh, been doing it for a little bit, trying to get a horse to break through. And they've had success in Hot Springs, but, you know, ultimately trying to get somebody to get to that Kentucky Derby and, and the uh, Triple Crown races. So that's what he's looking forward to, to possibly vault into there. Can't imagine what that celebration would be like if Frank Fletcher was able to get one of his horses to win the Arkansas Derby this weekend. Like, Wouldn't that be something? But yeah, those are the ones, because I guess uh, the other horses that are going is Bourbon Bash and then Interlock Empire, Harlow Cap, Two Eagles River, Airtime, Angel of Empire, Rocket Can, Reincarnate, King Russell, Red Root, Red Root One, and Colomio. So... Any of those names just say, hey, that sounds cool. And hey, that's why you go on and bet on them and check it out. But it's going to be a great weekend down at the, at the Derby, too. You know, anytime that you go down to Oakland, it's fun. But having uh, the race day and all the outfits and the weather being pretty nice, too, which is always very important, it has, has a lot of potential to be a great weekend down there. So I know a lot of people are going to be making the trip. And uh, who knows? Maybe some celebrities will uh, be out in full force as well, too. Because we got to hear, I guess, we'll, I'm sure we'll hear from Mark the Magician. So maybe he'll be able to get us connected with some of the celebrities. Maybe tomorrow. There. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, because of Thursday racing for the month of March, we'll be able to hear kind of a preview going into uh, the weekend and getting ready for the Arkansas Derby. Yeah. Maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers will make the trip and I can ask him, hey, buddy. You can sign that contract so you can make all the Jets fans feel a little bit better about it and, and get it done, which, of course, I know it's more than that. But still, uh, he's, he's a guy that loves his horse racing. Sean Payton, we know, has been down there at Oakland. Uh, he loves his horse racing, too. So I'm sure there'll be uh, plenty of people, but uh, maybe some celebrities that will be down there having a good time as well. Also on the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, uh, this comes from the 501. He's talking about uh, when it was brought why. Some fans wouldn't want Colel Ware. Uh, 501 says, uh, we, it's because we got pushed around by Sanago and other big men, and the Twins couldn't do anything against the UConn bigs. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's like it's a matter of, okay, but what can you provide in the embrace of that? Like, if, if you can't be a guy who guards against really talented big dudes, 
What can you provide on the other side? Can you do it with three-point shooting? Can you stretch out the floor? Can you uh, be able to get to the foul line and make your free throws? You know, I think that there's different skill sets that big men have. And also, you can't say anything about Sonago was doing that to everybody. So it's not like it's just unique to Arkansas and they needed somebody. There's a lot of players out there that would have a tough time against those really big, skilled, big guys, which sadly are few and far between. And that's why they're so valuable once you get them in college basketball. Yep, they're uh, they're hard to come by and they are hard to defend. So that's kind of what Arkansas will look at as far as trying to get better. It's just a matter of identifying that player first of all, and then actually getting them to the school. Also, uh, from the first Arkansas Bank Trust text line, five hundred one says, uh, "What are your thoughts on Dallas Mavericks and the OKC Thunder pushing for the playoffs?" They're both in the uh, play-in, and they're within that range. The Mavs were sitting right outside there, but it's going to come down the stretch in the Eastern and Western Conference where you have seeds 7 through 10. They're going to have the uh, play-in games, and they're going to try to fight to get their way into the actual playoffs where you have the 1 through 8 seeds on both sides. So there are just a couple other teams that's going to be fighting for those last few spots for the play-in and then try to move on to the playoffs. It's pretty cool. I didn't realize as I looked at the standings in the Western Conference that the uh, four seed right now is the Phoenix Suns with 40 wins, and the 10 seed right now is the Oklahoma City Thunder with 37 wins. So you're talking about three-win difference between being a four seed and being the 10 seed. So a lot of movement can be had there in between because you have the Suns, the Clippers, and the Warriors as the four, five, six teams, all those teams have 40 wins. Timberwolves with 39 wins. Pelicans with 38 wins. The Lakers with 37 wins. And the Thunder, right there at the 10 with 37, just tied with the Dallas Mavericks, who also have 37 wins. thing is, these teams are running out of time. There's about seven games left for each team. So if you're trying to make up ground on three games, that's quite a bit to do in, in a seven-game stretch because even if you went out, you have to hope that the teams in front of you drop some games somewhere. I guess there's been some problems with the Mavericks and the whole Kyrie thing. Not not to say that uh, you know it's anything that uh, they can't handle, but it just certainly has seemed like there's just been that awkward tension going on again, just like it usually happens with uh, with Kyrie and some of the team teammates that he has, and in this case even Luka, where there seems to be some frustrations there too. Defense is their biggest problem. They have to be able to defend. They have two dynamic scores, and they have other players that can help in that regard, but defense they're ultimately going to have to stop someone and then in the time that Kyrie has been there both players have missed games due to injury so it's not like they've had a lot of time on the court together that was already going to be a struggle to start with to get them on the court together and see where the play took them but they've had limited time even being on the court together and also from the first Arkansas Bank Trust text line from the 903 area code it says watch for five-star Damian Collins from Kentucky to hit the transfer portal. He wants to be closer to home, and he's from the northeast Texas region. Well, uh, I guess that would be technically, yeah, closer to home for sure for him. But, uh, yeah, I was looking at him. I forgot all about Collins. And, uh, of course, I haven't heard anything officially as far as him entering into the portal. But certainly uh, he'd probably like to improve upon going just, what, two points per game this past year for Kentucky. And, uh, only playing and playing it in 25 games, so he probably wants to increase that. But he's six nine, two ten, so maybe, just maybe, that's something. Depends on at. how close he wants to be to home. Does he want to be in the state of Texas somewhere because it's a big state and there are many schools that he could go to? So it's all going to be dependent upon how close he wants to be to home and what kind of schools reach out to him, and then the best opportunity for him. Yeah, because you I mean there's teams up there in Oklahoma that would be pretty close. And, uh, you know, some teams in Texas that would be pretty close. So, yeah, but if they once he hits the portal, though, I guess we'll see if uh, Muss and them are going to start getting after him and uh, figuring out if they want him to be a part of the team, too. So, also, we had a tweet coming in there. Let's see. Yeah, this comes from uh, Davey. He says, uh, this is a question of the day for y'all. You can only choose one coach and win the next season's 2024 national championship. Says eight of the top uh, McDonald's All-American players play tonight. Eight of the top players uh, all from all-time Final Four teams. So I guess he's trying to say that if you get those are three questions, I assume. But, but he's saying the first one is you can only choose one coach next year to win a national championship in college basketball. Who are you choosing for that coach? At this point, yeah. 
Um, That's tough. How about go with a guy who's freshly retired and Jay Wright? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Coach K. Coach K is, is uh, a coach that – so is the question about you can choose anyone or is it – it has to be someone that's in today's game. And all it says is you can only choose one to coach and win next year's national championship. So I guess it's pretty open-ended. Coach K. Yeah. If I'm choosing a current one, though, that's what makes it really difficult considering how little amount of coaches have actually won titles here recently. You know, Bill Self, I know he had the, the health issues, but you know, if you're choosing one coach, how about the guy that's won two national championships? Uh, he would definitely not be a bad one whatsoever to to have on the sidelines. How about Tom Izzo, who's a guy uh-huh. that he never really has just supreme talent, but he he's had some talented players. It seems like he coaches up the talent maybe better than any coach out there. So if you give him a team that's loaded with talent, that would be interesting to see where he could take them. Yeah, I think Dan Hurley even. I know that uh, it's kind of recency bias because he's now in the Final Four and it might be pretty easy, but considering uh, the job that he's done at UConn, and not because of you know, the previous coach's ability there. You know, they went through some tough times and all that. But for him to go at UConn and get a bunch of big-time players and get them to be playing at their best right at this point in time, you know, that's that's pretty huge too. So, yeah. I mean, it's again, college basketball is also just tough because you just never know. It's a crapshoot once you get into the NCAA tournament of uh, who's going to do what. And, you know, a guy like Calipari I still think is a great coach. But, you know, they, they haven't been to a Final Four in quite some time. So would that mean that, oh, I wouldn't choose him? No, because he's been there. He's had success before. But it's just a matter of playing your best, getting a few lucky draws here and a lucky breaks here, and then, and then taking care of business there too. So, But, uh, yeah, good question there. Uh, also, let's see, from, from adding on that at Twitter, I guess he had a few questions that he wanted to ask us from Davey. He says, also, looking at next year's Arkansas's team, who would you – would, who would you say would be the leading scorer right now on Arkansas's team, assuming they come back next year? I guess he's just wanting us to pick a player that uh, who will be leading them in a scoring. A player that is currently on the team that could come back next year be the leading scorer? Mm-hmm. Probably Devo. Yeah. I think it would be Devo or Brazil. I think Brazil has a, a scoring and opportunities for him, too. But, yeah, one of those two I think would be your best bet. And that's not to say anything like against Jordan Walsh or anything like that, but... So as the scoring goes, those would be the ones that uh, I would I would probably put my money on there too. So, uh, and also somebody asked, "Hey, did you guys see what Kim English did at Providence, where he played a player one on one to convince him to leave the transfer portal to come back to Providence?" I did see that story. That was pretty interesting and fascinating. Good way to go about it. Yeah. Uh, the only thing about it, though, is, is like I said, I I don't I think it's cool. I like stuff like that. I think it's unique and uh, you know put some positive vibes on it. But wasn't Kim English the guy that just a few years ago was saying like a Muss or at least taking shots at Muss about? Uh, yeah, in fact, the tweet right here, yeah, it says young basketball coaches don't fall prey to the gross social media self promotion and gimmicks that you see from select few of today's head coaches. It's like. I mean, that's kind of a social media gimmick, isn't it? Trying to play a player in one-on-one to get him out of the portal, and then you have it on, you know, video and stuff of you playing him. <laughs> like that's kind of a, uh, it's kind of gimmicky, right? That thing's a bad. Want to be thing. able to promote the program? You you kill two birds with one stone. There, you're promoting the program, and you're trying to ultimately convince that player to come back. Yeah. Well, the thing is, at least from the story I read, it didn't say one way or the other if, unless he came back. But uh, as far as if he's coming back or not. But, hey, if it, if it ends up being because you beat him in one-on-one or you played him in one-on-one or whatever it is, then I guess that'll be That's uh, the other perfect. part, too. Was it predicated on if King Kim English won, then that means the player automatically comes back? Or was it just, uh, you know, let's play one-on-one, let's see what happens, and we can discuss further from there? Yeah, well, I mean, it's... It's just a funny thing where uh, you know people were talking about how it's just more of a joking thing and you know just trying to as we talked about promotions and, and all of that. But I don't know. I would think that if the if the coach beat me in one on one, I may want to leave because I'm like you know what I don't. If the coach is better at me in basketball or in one on one, then maybe I don't need to be here. Maybe that's not something I don't need to do. But uh, it's Jaden Pierre is his name, and uh, he, he was he was a good player for him. So. He said, "If he if he comes back based on that, then the job well done. It worked. It worked out for you. But and it's a way to relate to the players also, and that's mm-hmm. what coaches want to be able to do 
with the way that college basketball keeps changing, you want to be able to relate to the players. Yeah, I think it was, I'm trying to remember who did it. I don't think it was Saturday Down South, but it was somebody like that that put out a list of like the head coaches in the SEC, like who, who you would take on your, like who you think would be really good or at least taking on in one-on-one or something like that right, right now. And I think the number one, of course, was Jerry Stackhouse. You know, I think that he could probably still play, probably still hoop. Uh, he'd have to. He may, he may even do it in got, a suit. Like he could. That's the thing. You have to get him out of the suit to make him get on the court because yeah. he's so well dressed. He stays in those nice suits. Yeah, he said he could probably beat. I know he could beat me in, in a suit. He could beat me with concrete shoes, probably. But still, he would definitely be number one. But if that's but that's a cool thing when you see coaches. You, know, you just think of them in that coaching role and all that. But when they get on the court and they mix it up and they play, you know, I bet you Dennis Gates is somebody that could probably. Go out there and, and you know still be young enough and have the energy to go out about it. And I could also see Muss doing it too, even though Muss is with that with the energy that he has, he could probably for sure get on the court. I don't know if he could beat anybody on one on one unless uh, you know they're on the shorter side. No, no against no, nothing offensive there to you, Muss. But uh, yeah, so there's probably a few coaches that could still go out there and hoop and, and play against their players. I'm sure there is. Coaches want to be able to to mix it up. Some of them, that's part of their philosophy that. They do actively run practices like that where they participate. Mm-hmm. I actually like seeing more of that. I think it was John Pelfrey did that in his first year. He played in the red-white game. Remember, he suited up for the Razorbacks and like hit a three or something like that, which, again, at the time, it was really cool. Obviously. That's not only for the players. That's for the fans also. Yeah. Get them all excited. They love seeing the coaches out there just you know, be, being just part of the team, hanging out, having a good time, too. So, you know, maybe maybe that's stuff that other people will do. And in their midnight madnesses or in the red-white games or whatever, those are the times to really do it and to have some fun with it as well. So, uh, But, yeah, there was another tweet that was coming in on that. Oh, yeah, so uh, this comes from Hawktown. It says, uh, we're talking about uh, the situation with Kim English. He says, shout-out to him for getting the job, but I'm pretty sure Muss is doing something right and something better. So I was like, okay, well, maybe he is. He uh, certainly has a... Thing going for him, but I think Kim English was on Tennessee staff, and he's bounced around, and he might be able to get it done there. Providence there too. And then uh, Nick says, when we we're talking about Coel Ware, he says, "I don't care if he can't play defense. We need a shooter. You can always teach defense," is what he was saying about Coel Ware. So that's definitely true. And uh, there have been several people that have made that actually, you know, made that point also. But we know with the way that. Must kind of coaches and his philosophy, he wants defense first and foremost. So the question becomes, does he have the patience to take on a player that has that offensive game, but then, you know, get him out there and you, there's a process of teaching him defense. Does he have the patience for that? Or does he want defense first and then the player try to score points? Because defense takes effort. So that's what he wants to see at all times on the court. He wants effort. And and that's, you know, that's the ultimate question. Will he take a player that has the offensive game but not necessarily the defense and play them? Yeah, well, it's I, I keep using the example of like a Jalen Graham who, who gets brought up. We know about his offensive skill set, but, you know, it, what, he, what got him yanked out of the game quicker than anything is if the defense wasn't there or the rebounding wasn't there. And so that's where I'm like, I get what you're saying is, yeah, you can't coach, you can't teach it, but – I just don't think must, like you said, have the patience to where it's like, all right, if you're not playing with the effort and with the defense that I need you to be playing at at this point in time, you're not going to get on the court. However, if you are a defensive dude that's just shutting people down, but you couldn't hit a shot to save your life, I'll keep you in the game. Just don't shoot. You know, you, you let everybody else shoot. Don't you got to have score. somebody in there to shoot. Oh, though. yeah. But it's like kind of like the thing with Audis Tony. Adis Tony, I'm not saying he was a bad offensive player because there were times he, he could get double digits, but why did he play so much? Why did him and Trey Wade both play so much? Because they weren't scorers at will. They, they got some points here and there, but it was because they were great defensive players. So that's what he values more. You can teach it, but if you want to play and if you want to have kind of be ahead of the curve a little bit from us, be a great defensive player when you walk into the door because that's what's going to get you the most playing time. Yeah, that's something that he definitely – lives on and uh that's that's part of the makeup for the team that's what he wants to see yeah i, I love the way that he, he builds a team but you know people talking about shooters i would uh, that's one thing and we asked pat about that like one once one thing you'd like to see arkansas have or address 
next season, which I know it's cliche to say it and it's an obvious statement, but it would just be nice to have one player at least that shoots like close to 40% from three. I know, I know that that's everybody wants though. that. Devo. Well, I mean, but yeah, but I'm saying like, <laughs> like more consistently for that though. Like Devo was great, but it's like I want a guy to have more than one. Right. That, that's the point because if if all the focus goes towards Devo, then you know, and you have all these other players around that don't shoot it as good. Guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna t- try to take away Devo and let one of these other players around shoot the ball. Yeah, and that can be problematic. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, I want a guy that where Because Devo, again, brought his game and, and was much better at three. But if you can just get a guy in there, whether it's, you know, again, looking back on like an Isaiah Joe, great player, obviously an NBA player right now. But somebody where it's like, hey, it doesn't matter if people are trying to guard him or not. He's good enough to get his shot off. He, he's good enough with that quick release. That's all you got to do is give him some space. On top of that, he is going to have to play defense. He is going to have to be a better player than just being a three-point shooter. But, man, I just would love to have a guy that you can count on. It's like, hey, if if he's open or if they leave him open or if he's got a good look, it's going in no matter what. That'd and be speak, nice. Speaking of uh, developing your game over so many years or when you get to the next level, Isaiah Joe is somebody that's done that because you think of him as being a catch-and-shoot guy. But now that you see him on the NBA level – He can knock down those shots. He's still that catch-and-shoot player, but he's also a guy that can get to the rim, and you didn't necessarily see that in college, but now with the development continuing, you see that he is a more rounded player. And that's great for him, too, and that's why he's playing in the NBA and playing a lot of minutes in the NBA. And uh, regardless of the team, you don't get that type of run unless you're good at more than just shooting threes. you got to be a well-rounded player, and that's right. He's developed into that, which is awesome for him. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. And we'll keep it moving on a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This is Sports Center. Arkansas run ruled Omaha 16-3 to improve to 21-4 on the season and 18-1 at home. <clears throat> the Arkansas bullpen threw five scoreless innings, including infielder Ben McLaughlin, who made his debut and had two strikeouts. Next up for Arkansas, they'll host Alabama for a three-game series starting on Friday. The McDonald's All-American game was last night. The East beat the West 109-106. Arkansas commit Bayfall played for 12 minutes and recorded two points and four rebounds. The co-MVPs of the game was DJ Wagner, Kentucky commit and son of DeWan, Wagner, who had 19 points and 3 assists, and Isaiah Collier, the USC commit, had 25 points, 3 rebounds, and 2 assists. And in the NBA tonight, the Mavericks will take on the 76ers at 6.30 on ESPN, and then at 9, the Timberwolves will take on the Suns. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home... Your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams and rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Little Rock. The 2023 Bud Light $10,000 Bracket Challenge is your chance to win a 50-inch TV and a $150 Twin Peaks Man Card. If you choose a perfect bracket, you can be the lucky winner of $10,000. It's the 2023 Bud Light Bracket Challenge. Register today at 1037thebuzz.com. Well, we finally made it. Warmer temperatures are upon us. You're going to want to get out and be on the lake or enjoy your favorite vacation spot, but you don't want to do it with achy joint pain. Hey, everybody, RJ Hawk here. If you've got that achy joint pain that I was just talking about, you need to go see my friends over at QC Kinetics today. They use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to end your pain, and they do it the natural way. 
Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue, like in your knees, hips, shoulder, and even your back. This precision treatment is done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. Look, there's folks all over central Arkansas that is using QC Kinetics. In fact, my own neighbor came to me the other day and said he tried out QC Kinetics and said it has changed his life. It's time to end that pain and get your life back. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. It's QC Kinetics. Hey, what a great show. Glenn Campbell. Conway Twitty. Glenn Campbell. Conway Twitty. We agree to disagree. Uh-huh. Great, great debate, though. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And Justin Moore loved him and having his dad on. Tomorrow we'll be in Conway at Luxury Pool and Spas, Raj. First time there. Are we going to do the show from one of them? We're there, we're there in the water. <laughs> you want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Arkansas Army National Guard. Aired by the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and this station. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend. By getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Ricky, double teamed by Toppin and Reeves, dribbles away from trouble, bounces it low to Walsh for a slam. Walsh with two hands. Jordan Walsh has 11, and Arkansas is back up by 14. On 1037 The Buzz. Out of bounds here on a wide open Wednesday. We appreciate all of you listening in, just like we appreciate Guatney Chevrolet being a part of Out of Bounds each and every day. Because when you thought it was gone for good, Guatney Chevrolet brought back their best deal, or at least one of the many great deals. That is 0% interest financing on 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500s with that Turbo Max engine. And that's just one of many great vehicles that they have, not only brand new, like the Chevy Equinox, which are also offering 2.9% APR, but also pre-owned vehicles. Listen, we know that sometimes when you go to a car dealership, you're not wanting to go new and you want to go pre-owned, there's a lot of questions that start going in your head, like what if this vehicle's been wrecked before? What if it's got major problems on the inside? What if as soon as I drive off the lot, the tires are going to fall off? Yeah, all these legitimate questions, but with Guadney Chevrolet, you won't be asking that question because they have pre-owned vehicles that are good enough for mom. You wouldn't put your mom in a vehicle where the tires would fall off as you drive away, would you? Exactly. And neither would Guadney Chevrolet put you in a vehicle that would do anything like that. So check them out today. It's going to be a beautiful summer. I know it's the time where you start going with the windows down. You want to look clean. You want to look new. You want to have that new ride. We'll get it from Guadney Chevrolet right there in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit. They're the number one Chevy dealer. You can also check them out online at GuadneyChevrolet.com for all of the great deals and all of the great inventory that they have with Guatney. And uh, we're going to be out there on Friday, actually, at Guatney Chevrolet, going live from 1 to 4. So you'll be able to come on out and see us there. And listen, if you come out and you say, hey, Out of Bounds sent me. I came in to see Out of Bounds. You know what they're going to give you? Probably not a discount, but they'll give you a handshake just like we will. So check it out. Guatney Chevrolet off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Well, we'll have your Razor Hog update uh, presented by True Service here in just a second. But I did want to bring this up. I thought, I love these lists that get put out when we're talking about NIL. And On3.com, which is a great site for when it comes to recruiting and scouting and all those things. They put out a top 10 list of NIL evaluation for the upcoming school year. And they put players that may, or just not even in school right now, but will be in school next year, and where they value their money and value how much they have. Can you guess who the number one athlete that presumably will be in college next year is listed out as far as the NIL evaluation goes? Just college in general? Yeah, just college in general. All the sports and everything. Uh, 
Olivia Dunn? She's number three. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's very high. In fact, I love the graphic that they put up on in, uh, on the on three. They didn't use the picture of the other players or athletes. They used Olivia Dunn. I wonder why. Uh, but, yes, yeah, she's number three. She's valued at $3.4 million. Number two is Arch Manning, who is be valued at $3.7 million. And number one, that's why I said presumably, they have Bronny James, who be valued at number one. At seven point two million dollars is where they have his NIL valuation. Wow, I mean that's that's something, especially because they included players that aren't there yet. That's right. Yeah, in fact, that's double what Arch Manning is uh, projected to be. And again, these are just valuations. There's no set uh, set in stone thing. But uh, number four is Mikey Williams from Memphis. Number five is Caleb Williams from USC. Six and seven, Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders at Colorado. We know that. Number eight, Drake May at North Carolina. Number nine, Bo Nix at Oregon. And number ten, I probably should know who this is. And if I and you know, if I if I just because I don't, maybe you can help me out, but Hansel Emanuel? Yeah, the guy that has one arm. That guy. Okay, okay. That guy. Basketball player. Yes. All right. He he's valued at one point four million dollars as far as the top ten goes. So yeah. Just always find those lists interesting to see where they're listed at and uh, you know, I, I, sometimes when I look at, like, for Arch Manning, I was like, it's 3.4 or whatever. I still think he probably gets a little bit more than that, especially if you're at Texas and if you're balling out. The potential's there. The potential's there to make a lot more. A lot of that. those numbers coincide with their social media following also. That's right. That's right. So, which, Livy Dunn, I actually got in an argument with somebody about it, and I'm not hating on her or anything like that, but I'm just like, hey, listen, she might, she probably wants to win a title. She probably wants to be a great gymnast at LSU, but... I mean, her job essentially is also being on social media and being present and being all that. So to balance that is pretty impressive. And for her to make the money is pretty impressive. But, uh, you know, as far as what she'll do after college, if she doesn't have gymnastics, then you know, she'll just do just fine she'll, for what she'll she's She'll have gymnastics, um, but she is set up outside of that. And she put out an interesting post at one time just thinking about, because you think about her as an LSU gymnast. Well, when she competes outside of school, she's competing against current Olympians. So, you know, that was an interesting post where you saw some of the the uh, USA gymnasts that she was directly competing against, and she captioned the post and said, yeah, when I show up at a competition, this is who I'm going against. Mm, no. The fact that Simone she's, Biles. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. She is, it's like a kind of a combo thing of like, yeah, her being a gymnast and having that platform and being at LSU and being, you know, all those things is great. And then adding into the mix of just uh, her being really good at social media and very talented at social media and knowing exactly what to put on social media for her to get all those interactions and likes and everything. She's really good at it. So, very, hey, listen, you know, we see it too. If you're really good at not only being an athlete, but also good at marketing and branding and all that, boom, there you go. Look at Muss. He's really good at coaching, but he's also good at branding and marketing. Sometimes you can be both. Uh, but here's the thing. We got Arkansas baseball tickets, a pair of them to give away right now for Sunday's game against Alabama. If you want them, be caller number two. We don't want to make it too easy. Be caller number two right now, 501-661-1037. We'll get you a pair of those tickets for this weekend's game. Again, Sunday's game against Alabama. You won't want to miss it. We'll get you those, and we'll make a part of our Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds. Presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union. Where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, Arkansas took care of business yesterday against Omaha. And seven innings absolutely run ruled him. Great, great outing. And one of the coolest things about that game was McLaughlin coming in and having a great game as a pitcher, even though he hadn't pitched since he was at community college. Kind of a cool moment. Here's what Dave Van Horn had to say. He was a pitcher out of high school. Hurt his elbow, had Tommy John surgery, uh, had, had a couple of really good years, really good years, sophomore year swinging the bat in junior college and put up some big numbers, played some third, mostly third and some first. Since he's gotten here, though, he's gotten strong. They didn't lift much weights there and 
I'll let him tell you about it, but he's a lot stronger now and he's gotten bigger, arm shield up, obviously, and with the injuries. And, you know, we were getting ready, to, we were talking about getting him ready to pitch, and then he hurt his knee, and then we talked to him about it, you know, while he was rehabbing it, and he was still working the arm. And, and he's, he's had a few bullpen sessions with Coach, and, uh, and Coach Hosser, he'd throw it, you know, he'd tell me, hey, he's throwing strikes, man. He's, he's got a feel for throwing strikes. And, that's the key to pitching to throwing strikes so uh, it was really good that he you know got his inning in and didn't just throw all fastballs he mixed in a slider too so it was good true freshman ben bybee also took the mound and was very impressive today van horn as well he couldn't command his fastball first inning he was just spotting it up second inning and then it, in the third inning he tried to throw a couple breaking balls and he was leaving them up around the you know chin high and was just you know, we already had someone getting loose, and I told Coach, let's just get him. And, uh, you know, he threw Saturday, but he didn't throw a lot. Uh, he had a couple days, and, you know, so maybe maybe he's a little tired. But uh, our first inning was really good, and then after that, it was just it was just okay. So felt like it was time to, to go get the other guys. And those are the guys who were on the throw tonight anyway. And a great exchange, too, with Dave Van Horn and Bob Holt, because anytime Bob Holt's involved, it's always going to be great with coaches, especially how quick-witted he can be. That's 21 straight games, at least one home run. What, what do you think about that streak? Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I, I think I read it in all yeah. the notes or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that, if that is a fact. I mean, God, that's not a very nice thing to say. Yeah. Uh, well, you said you weren't sure either, Bob. Well, no, I know. I in this box, and then okay. we got it from my eye. Uh, I've been covering basketball. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> we play with a little ball. So, I mean, you know, we've got some power, and, you know, we're not up there always trying to hit home runs. I mean, you get in a good hitter's count, and taping wasn't a good hitter's count. He hit a home run. and uh, But, but uh, you know, it doesn't really surprise me. We, You know, it's just kind of college baseball at this level. There's a lot of guys that can hit the ball out of the park. So always great to hear from Bob, and uh, it's like, yeah, and he's when he gets in his mode, man, he's pretty quick with it. But not only is baseball going on, but we also have Razorback football spring practice, and Sam Pittman has gone through six practices so far this year, and here's what stuck out to him. I think the thing that stuck out the most uh, was our defensive end play. You know, I think we have guys that can we could be in a four four down rush and that they can get to the quarterback. They're also we've got a little bit more size there. With adding Jeff Coat there, it really has been a big addition uh, for the D line, and <clears throat> certainly John Morgan is is a pass rushing guy that that has made a lot of plays. I think that would be the number one thing. Not only just players that are returning and guys that are transferred in, but also freshmen who have stood out. The one guy that stood out the most in all of them is Luke Haas. A really good football player. A guy that's catching the ball extremely well, can run, can get open. And uh, that's probably the, the guy of the young guys that has stood out the most, even though I've been really happy with Braxton and Metcalf and... and uh, R.J. Johnson and Dallas. I mean, I've been happy with those guys, the young guys in the secondary, but I think Luke has is the guy that's probably stood out the most in the freshman class. Something that's pretty good to hear from Sam Pittman, considering how much huh, accolades that Luke has had for him to step right in and spring ball and be really showing out is something Razorback fans can feel pretty good about. But that area you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We will take our final commercial break. When we come back, we get the three and out, some headlines, storylines, things we didn't get into. Close up shop and get you ready for drive time sports. All coming up next here on Out of Bounds. the open house, for the closing, for handing over keys. But because we're Realtors, we're here for so much more. Agents who are Realtors volunteer at nearly three times the national average. We're working to broaden access to credit, increase affordable housing supply, and ensure fair housing for all. 
Realtors are bound by a code of ethics. We're here for it all. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. New Yorker Jim Couch just turned 92 years old. Back in 1959, he saw a gangly young man working on a hook shot. The kid wasn't very skilled, but Coach worked with him every afternoon at the park at 4 o'clock. The 13-year-old was never late, and he worked hard and listened closely. Couch said after about a year, he was pretty good. The young man's name? Lou Alcindor, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as everyone else knows him, who would go down as one of basketball's all-time greatest players. His patented skyhook was called by LeBron James the most unguardable shot in NBA history. That's the fact, Jack. Come on over this week to Double Beast for a skyhook of your own, for a refreshing beverage, a delicious snack, or a quick pit stop. Double Beast. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double Bees. The Tracker and Mercury Open House Sale. Today through Monday at Bradford Marine and ATV at all six statewide locations. Save on Sun Tracker Sportfish 20. Great for fishing and cruising. With 90 horsepower Mercury Outboard and get a $500 Bass Pro gift card. Or get the Bass Tracker Pro Team 175 TXW with 60 horsepower Mercury with trailer and $1,000 Bass Pro gift card starting at $23,995. Hurry in to the Open House Sale today through March 31st at all Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized Tracker dealer. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Hey everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day at Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into uh, first off, that's surprising. Unfortunately, it is the new normal, but we know FAU, a team that's in the Final Four, and their head coach, Dusty May, making a name for themselves. But in a press conference in an interview, according to the Palm Beach Post, uh, he says that there have been middlemen coming after his players being recruited by third parties to enter into the portal 
and go to their college basketball team. He says it's just the way it is. I hate hearing that, but at the same time, I'm like, man, if you want this to stop or something, just start outing people. Like, start outing who are these people that are contacting. Get those people out. If it's a problem, he's like, he even says, like, I'm not accusing any coaches. It's usually third party. Okay, then find out, then tell everybody who those third party people are so you can get out of this. But it's not surprising. It's unfortunate. I'm sure that they're not the only team that's had to deal with it, but it's the new normal now in college basketball, and it just really stinks. More Lamar Jackson news. So there's been some question about his durability, and he kind of answered those questions to say, let's get real. I'd rather have 100% PCL than go out there and play horrible, forcing myself to put guys in a bad situation. Now that's selfish. So he's answering the call to uh, his durability being questioned and why he didn't play at the end of the season. Also with that, you've heard about several teams that could have interest in Lamar Jackson. The Colts have said that they're going to do their homework and see, look into possibly trading for Lamar Jackson. And they do have one of the top picks in the draft, and they're expected to take a quarterback. That's why they're looking into the option of possibly acquiring Lamar Jackson. But also Robert Kraft, owner for the Patriots, he says that Meek Mill, who he's close to, texted him to say that Lamar Jackson told him that he wants to be a Patriot. So Hmm. Meek Mill is trying to uh, possibly play agent and middleman and and get Lamar Jackson to the Patriots. No, there's only one room for one major signing and trade there in the AFC East and it's Aaron Rodgers because I do not want to see that happen with the Patriots. Uh, kind of a sad story. I love live mascots. I think they're really cool. Uh, but with Jonathan the Husky, who is the Yukon live mascot, he can't come to the Final Four because, quote, he can't fit on the plane. Says they were unable to secure a plane ride for him as well as two of his handlers. So he's going to have to be cheering them on from his home turf. He says, I'm too big to fit under plane. This is a tweet, by the way. Says, too big to fit under plane seats. I can fly charter flight that has two seats for me and another two for my assistants. But uh, I'll just have to watch him from there. So because of not having an ability to fly over there to Houston, it sucks, but hey, if you really wanted to be there, Jonathan, maybe you just get in a, in a big old van or something and then drive down from Stores Yukon all the way to Houston. Yeah, it'd be a long trip, but I guarantee if you would have left two days ago, you'd be there just in time and be able to make it work. So it's sad, but also you have a bunch of excuses for not being able to fit on a plane. Adam Silver, he spoke about the NBA and MBPA, the NBA Players Association, trying to come together on a new CBA And he said he expects that they can get something done by the end of the week. Now, if they don't get anything done by the end of the week, there are opt-out clauses in the contract. And the current deal is set to end on June 30th. So timing is everything here. And Adam Silver just simply said, I think everyone understands what's at stake. We want to be able to get something done so that you don't go into a situation of a lockout or a player strike. So the Rangers baseball club, that is, always known for their incredibly interesting and unique food items, like, for instance, the Boomstick Hot Dog, which is literally a hot dog that is three feet long with everything you could possibly put on it. It's absurd. Well, now they've introduced the Broomstick Burger, which looks incredible, but also one of the messiest things I've ever seen. You got the bun, you got jalapenos, you got nacho cheese, you got bacon, you got onion rings, you got the burger itself, you got condiments, you got onion. It's just insane. And I look at it, I'm like, man, that looks incredible. But I just could not imagine being there in the ballpark and eating it, even if I was sharing it with somebody. The disgusting mess that it must be. But hey, if you've had a few beers, have a few drinks, start getting a little hungry, you'll tackle anything. But uh if I get down to Arlington for the Rangers game at some point in time this year, I may have to try the old boomstick burger. Falcons have signed Calais Campbell defensive end to try to help boost their defense. Not only their defensive line, but just their defense altogether. Calais Campbell has played a number of years. Last season, he had five and a half sacks, and he's currently 36 years old. So he's uh, deep into his, his years playing, and you know that he's not going to play for too much longer. But the Falcons feel like bringing them in on a one-year deal. That's going to make their defense better. So, Calais Campbell moving on to the Falcons. 
Another fun little study here of everybody feels like they say, oh, man, Arkansas drivers are the worst or Texas drivers are the worst or this particular city drivers are the worst. Well, there's a new report out of the cities that have the worst drivers in the entire country. And it may be a little shocking to you because in the end, when they did all the polling and all the results, Jacksonville, Florida was named the city with the worst drivers. Louisville, Kentucky came in second, followed by Orlando, Tampa, Nashville, Memphis, Riverside, California, New Orleans, Birmingham, Alabama, and Sacramento. And if you want to know where the best drivers are at, and this one might be the weirdest one, New York City. That's right, New York City was claimed to have the best drivers because they probably don't have as many people driving up there. But Minneapolis, Salt Lake City, Boston, San Francisco, also some of the best cities to drive in. Study done according to studyfinds.org. They listed the top five Major League Baseball parks. And starting at five, there's a, a mix here of some of the classic parks and some of the newer parks. So coming in at five is Fenway in Boston. Wrigley Field is at four in Chicago. Oracle Park, San Fran three. PNC Park, Pittsburgh two. Petco Park in San Diego, number one park according to studyfinds.org. Well, speaking of another study dealing with Major League Baseball, they conducted there was a poll on the best and worst baseball mascots in the Major Leagues. And we know with opening day starting up, there's always going to be the excitement of seeing those mascots out there. But America's favorite mascot, reportedly, is Paws from the Detroit Tigers. The runner-up being Clark the Cub, which Clark the Cub sucks. And then T.C. Bear from the Minnesota Twins. And Philly Fanatic, which I thought would be higher, came in at number 10. But the worst, dead last of all the mascots in Major League Baseball, the Swinging Friar from the San Diego Padres, with second being Slider from the Cleveland Guardians. American Music Awards for 2023. They look to possibly be taking a year off because there was a recent announcement that Billboard Music Awards, they're going to move to November 19th. That's usually when the AMAs would air. So now they're looking at possibly taking a year off and getting into the slot where Billboard was usually in May. And uh, with the AMAs, over the past three years, viewership has gone down in 2020 and 21. They had 4 million views, and then it was down to 3.5 in 22. So they're looking to change their date and possibly increase their viewership. Uh, from Newswire, a new dating poll found that it's a great time to be short, bald, and single because a third of people currently looking for a man said that being bald and under foot five foot seven would have no impact on their decision to date them. Overall, 63% of singles said personality is more important than looks. Yeah, we've heard that one before all the time. It's like, ah, beauty's on in the inside. Well, that's just something that ugly people say, to quote the great liar, liar. Appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. schedule like mine, I don't always have time to run into a store for things I need. Greenway makes it easy to order equipment, parts, John Deere apparel, and even toys for my kids. And I have 24-7 access to Greenway's dealership right at my fingertips. That's why I shop online at GoGreenway.com. 